Welcome to Leadership Wisdom Podcast, part of the cultural influencers from Christian International and Chantel Cooley Ministries. Here we discuss and share leadership lessons, stories, and experiences to help you move forward in life. Well, welcome to Leadership Wisdom Podcast, and uh, we're glad to be with you. I haven't been um, back on for a while. I was uh, doing some healing, and my body had uh, recovered from some toxic exposure that I'd been um, exposed to. And um, I know that we've had some great podcasts come through since then. So I'm really excited again to be with you. I have a great speaker today. It's Frieda Braddock, Dr. Frieda Braddock. Welcome. Hi, so glad to be here. I'm glad you're doing better, Chantel. So, so glad to hear that you're up and going. Glad to have you. Uh, glad to be here today. <laughs> yes, and I'm glad to feel good, and I'm glad to talk about some things with you. One of the things I like about you is, um, you know, you are a doctor. Uh, what is your doctorate degree in? It's in education. I've been actually an educator for a little over 20 years now. So I have a master's in background in psychology as well as um, master's in education and then doctorate is in education and curriculum and instruction. So I have a little bit of uh, background all over the place. I like to say I dabble in multiple areas. <laughs> well, that that's your style. It fits perfectly. <laughs> and of course, I've been knowing you for quite some time. You teach uh, with Columbia Southern University and Waldorf University. And also, uh, you've probably heard Frida before. If you haven't, you've got to go back and listen to the previous podcast. It was probably over a month ago. It was really, really good on customer service and really whatever else we got into, right? <laughs> There's no telling. We, we, you, and I, you and I have a, a, a very similar personality style, yeah. so we can just flow in and out of a lot of different things. So, yeah, yeah. but we uh, love talking about helping others. So I'm excited to be talking with you today. You know, one good thing is, uh, of course, I sprung this on Frida about 10 minutes ago, so uh, <laughs> she's always on go. It's good as a leader to always be ready. And uh, what I was going to say is um, I really respect you because even though you have your doctorate degree, your Dr. Frida Braddock, you, um, you don't let that title um, control really who you are. It's a title. You lay it aside if needed. You can go to the lowest level to the highest level. And I appreciate you being able to understand how powerful title is. Yeah, I think, and you just said a, a mouthful in saying that because sometimes people, I feel as if they get hung up or they get maybe sometimes um, overinflated by a title, but God says he loves us all, no matter who we are, uh, no matter what we do. He loves us all and he loves us unconditionally. And I feel like that's the way he expects us to treat each other. And so, um, like you said, I've been fortunate enough to um, complete that level of education in my life. But that's not who I am. Who I am is a child of God. And that just means that I'm a vessel for him in whatever area he chooses to use me in. And so um, that's whether that be on my job or in my um, personal life with my friends and family or my church family, uh, whatever way he wants to use me, he knows I'm available. And so, you know, just just sitting here talking to you today is a prime example. And um, I'm just honored to be able to do that in whatever capacity he chooses to do such with me. Well, I, yeah, I appreciate that too, Frida. Um, we, we do 
we really understand that title situation. I think both of us had to walk through it and it's mm-hmm. so wonderful to be with a boss that understands their title too. And, um, I think, you know, I, I kind of feel like the Holy Spirit's shifting maybe our topic. We'll do a part two on, we'll do another podcast after this, but let's talk about something I spoke on the other night, which was um, about David and how he had to walk through the identity issues, the skill issues, and he had to walk through um, just family issues. And um, let's talk about identity and how how important having your identity is is why you work every day, whether you're a pastor, you work in education like you do, or you have a job. If you don't have a good identity, it's really hard. Oh, my goodness. Um, You just summarized it in a nutshell. I know personally I have dealt with my identity on and off pretty much my entire life. Um, Like you said, when we are not careful, we can get caught up. Again, it kind of ties back to your intro with me and titles. We can get caught up with what people think about us and the labels or titles that they give to us. And that's not always in alignment with what God says about us. So lots of times, um, you know, very similar to uh, what you were mentioning from David in the Bible, you know, God will speak different things to us and, and, and within us, he will plant seeds of greatness. And he has given us our identity, our identity, and told us what he wants us to accomplish in life. Well, the enemy, we know he comes to steal, kill and destroy. So he wants to snatch that away from us. Mm -hmm. And he wants us to doubt what God has told us. He will send naysayers, people who will cause us to feel insecure inferior um, and to doubt our calling that God has placed upon our lives. So it is so important, like you said, to have our identity grounded in God so that we can't be shaken. Um, You know, we might bend a little bit, but we're going to come right back up and stay firmly planted in that identity that God has given us. And that's just to be his child, to be his vessel and to be used by him again in whatever way he chooses um, to use us. But yes, the enemy has, you know, come upon me many instances. And that's one thing I love about you as a mentor. You've helped me to grow in knowing who my identity is in God so that no matter what I face in life, that's where I always come back to center. You know, I'm always seated with God in heavenly places. So no matter mm-hmm. who or what comes against me, I know that God is for me. And so, you know, he's more than a multitude against me. So that identity that I have is strong and and you've helped me to realize that. And it's so important as leaders, Christian leaders, especially to help to help others see that identity that God has placed in them. And that's one of the gifts that you have given me and you continuously give it to me over and over again. And I'm I'm just truly thankful for that. And I'm striving to be that type of leader uh, for others. That's really good information for those of us out there that are leaders. And, you know, um, I always say being an owner of a university and my family, my brother, my, my husband, my mom, all of us, um, we face those identity issues and we've even sat away from the office and just talked and just talked about like, wow, you know, that really shook me. 
I didn't, that came out from left field, something that someone said, or we were in a meeting and, you know, my brother Robert could say, gosh, you know, I was shaking, you know, I didn't really, uh, you know, don't know if I had it all together or I could say, you know, I don't know if I did good in that meeting. And it's really good to have a team that you can be real with. And I think probably the most powerful thing I can see in leaders is to be able to look at yourself and know when you've been shaken up, know when your identity is kind of tilted and you feel less than you feel like, oh, my God, I want to like dig a hole right now and never come out of it. And I think being vulnerable is so special because at our level, um, you know, a lot of people, you say, oh, you can't let people know that you're, you're not confident. Well, I somewhat disagree. I think you can show them that you're human, that you can say, hey, listen, I don't have it all together, but I can guarantee you that I know how to go to God and I know how to get restored back you know, from losing my confidence. You know what I mean? That is so that is so perfect in what you're saying. That was one of the I guess when you first started mentoring me, that was one of the things that stuck out to me the most about you is your mentoring style is that you are so vulnerable and transparent because it helps others to know that we're not perfect. Because like you said, lots of times people get um, uh, they have a misconception about you because Mm -hmm. they see all of these great accolades. They see, again, we keep going back to titles today. They know that you have a certain title. You're an owner of a university. You know, you and your family have accomplished all these great things, but they don't always know your story and what all it took to get there. And, and they don't always realize that God gave you the wisdom to embrace, to know, to um, surround yourself with people who can um, build you up, you know, when you fall down or also to complement, you know, your areas where you can be stronger. And so that's a, the sign of a, of a good leader to me is, is just showing your humanity, being able to admit that, yes, I'm not perfect. You know, I do make mistakes and I want others to be able to learn from the mistakes I've made. And, and you, you do that over and over again by sharing, you know, stories, from your family's, you know, history, what you guys went through, how you stood on the word and then how it, you know, helped bring you guys over and over all of these different challenges. And I use those things to motivate me and my daily walk. Um, because like you said, I'm not perfect. Um, people can, you know, look at my title and, and think, okay, you know, she has accomplished this, that, and so many other things. And so she can't identify, but, you know, again, nobody knows your story, but God. And so they don't know what all it has taken to get to where I am in my life and where else I have yet to go and what God is still working on through me and within me. And so I, I just love that piece that you have shared with me about being a uh, transparent leader and having, you know, the, you know, the freedom to express that, you know, to people that you're trying to, you know, help grow in their leadership skills. And so I think a lot of people could benefit more from this, you know, um, vulnerable leadership, you know, just being, you know, transparent and honest, because I know I truly have grown from it, from just listening and watching you. Well, and, and thank you, Frida. And I think it's, you know, being a leader is not easy. There's so many variables to it. I was just talking to a, a young leader today and yesterday coaching them on how to 
um, take care of this new team that he's now over and how to check in with them, how to be fun and vulnerable and how to laugh and how to be serious and how to like get things going and how to be real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, right. those are those are all things that you have to learn. And so I think as a leader, we cannot just show up and take a title. If you, we've, we've studied, me and Preet have studied John Maxwell's leadership levels. And of course, I, we definitely don't like level one. I mean, that's an entry level where you go in, you into a new position. Everybody's waiting to see what you got, what you can do. We want to quickly advance out of that because that's just, you're showing up with your title and your authority in that one. But level two is where you start getting into the people's lives and showing them, hey, um, look, let me take this hat off of this title I have and let me figure this out with you because I don't know how to do it either. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you're right. I mean, and that again, that is the sign of a good leader, someone who is open enough to admit, you know, I'm not perfect. I have flaws and all, just like anybody else does. I mean, if Jesus said that no one is perfect but the Father, who are we to walk around and think that we, you know, can do everything and are blameless? So I love, again, I love that type of leadership style. It's, it's, there's, you know what, there's strength in vulnerability. And so, being strong enough and like you said knowing your identity knowing and who God created you to be knowing that you're not perfect but you're wise enough to surround yourself with people who have you know strengths in different areas from you that is the sign of good leadership and like you said once you keep motivating and leading by example leading others the way I like to say the way you wish you could have been led you know when you look back on leaders who may be you know um didn't take those advantage uh, or those opportunities to encourage you or they, you know, had a different approach than what was the most ideal for you and your type um, uh, of personality style. But you can be that leader who you wished that you could have had. And so you are very good about helping us, you know, those that you mentor to to be transparent and whilst, you know, keeping a hold of what God has planted with inside of us. But letting us be individuals, you know, ourselves, just like you've had to be. You've had to create your own walk. And and I think that's what a good leader does. Let you know it's okay to do that. Right, right. And let's end with this. We've got a few minutes. And um, it's this type of leadership, too. I think this helps a lot of people. And I'd like to hear your feedback is we have to know that we do not know everything in leadership. We do not know about other people's projects. We know about what we're good at and it's a few things that we're good at and we we become explosive in those areas. We just know those areas backwards and forwards. And and I can remember, like I tell this story all the time when I was younger in leadership, you know, I thought I had to be good at everything. I was a mama with little kids and it was very stressful. And I was always intimidated because I didn't know how to do a spreadsheet or I didn't know how to calculate something or I didn't know how to do some paperwork. And I always compared myself. And then I thought, well, now I got to go how to I got to learn that, too. And what happens is, is if you don't understand your personality style, you uh, will put yourself in places, in positions where you have to learn something 
that is not your style. And then you become very stressed out and you don't know why, because it's, it's taking you out of something you're comfortable in. Of course, now we always have to stretch ourselves, but once you're going into an area that is completely opposite of what you're normally do, that can really stress you out. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you've been in some <laughs> situations, but I think to end this is I think, uh, we've got to know that we are good at the area we're in or we would not have been hired. And that's where our confidence comes in. We have to rise up and know, you know what? I know this area. And so when I go into a meeting with other peers, I know my stuff. I'm not intimidated. They ask me questions. I'm, I'm going to know them instead of going into meetings going, well, you know, I don't really like that person or that person thinks they know more than me. Well, let them. You know your stuff better than they know it. And I think going into um, that, it's like your confidence calms down. You're not crazy with your confidence like, okay, I got to have this there. I got to have that. No, you just know that you're good at what you do. And you have this peace that you walk in. And I know when I, I Frida, when I get out of that peace, I start trying to compare myself to other leaders. And I know. And I think the thing is that that's the key. When you know, you can pull yourself back into your zone and go, wait a minute, I'm good. I am really good at what I'm doing. So I want to pass that over to you the next few minutes to share your perspective. Yeah, you you hit the nail on the head when you said, you know, where your confidence comes from. And, and that's what, you know, I'm so thankful that you helped me to realize that my confidence comes from God. It's who he created me to be. I can't do everything. And, and we will run ourselves ragged if we try to. We'll become overwhelmed. We'll become stressed. Um, we will uh, feel inferior and let, you know, what other people say and do come against us. But God made me uniquely to be Frida, who I am. He's given me special gifts, talents, and abilities that are unique to me and I'm going to knock them out the park every time I get a chance to, but I can't do everything that someone else can do. And he doesn't expect me to. And so, like you said, I think that is again, going back to being, being wise enough to know, you know, God has given us certain, certain um, gifts and talents and, and, and the ability to do the task he has given to us. And those things that are not in our lane, we can't, you know, be overwhelmed and concerned about them. We need to be wise enough to surround ourselves, you know, with other individuals who can pick up the pieces where we might be, you know, not as strong. If I'm not as good on an Excel spreadsheet, then I'm going to have somebody on my team who mm -hmm. can whip them together quick in their sleep. That's not my area. That requires a whole different skill set than what I like to, you know, operate in and right. where God has gifted me. But if you, you know, if you want me to talk about something, I can talk all day long and, you know, just flow <laughs> and let the spirit flow through me and, mm -hmm. and, and give, you know, word and utterances from God as he's speaking to me to share with others. And that's where, you know, I am. And so I think that confidence comes in knowing that God has all of us. He says, you know, you know, no part of the body oh thank you god no part of the body is more important than the other it takes you know the feet the arms the legs the eyes all of us working together to make the body so we don't need to think that we're better than others nor do we need to let satan make us feel like we're less than others because all of our pieces come together to make the part of the body of christ and we just have to be 
um, confident enough in God and who he made us to be, like you said, yeah. and, and just operate in those gifts. Be confident in them no matter what, you know, comes upon us, no matter who tries to discourage us and just have that peace in God and knowing and, and that thankfulness and knowing that he entrusted us enough to give us those gifts. And it's our duty to share them with others and to help them realize the seeds he's planted with them, within them as well. And that's one thing uh, that a great leader does. And I appreciate you for teaching that to me because I strive to do that every day with whomever I come in contact. Well, you're, you're one. I enjoy working with you because you put it into action as, as someone I mentor, man, you put it into action. I'm so proud of you for doing that. And, you know, as we wind this up, I know Priya, you've changed so many lives just hearing the vulnerability from your voice. And I think that is the confidence that we have in God. And, you know, that reflects of the Jesus in us, you know, he wasn't trying to make everybody think he was bigger than everybody, you know, right. walking around. He was just so warm and caring and people were drawn to him. And I think that's way leaders need to be. And, um, you know, I think uh, all those who are listening today, you know, I have a title of a co-founder of a large university on another university. And you know, I know God took me there. I know when to use my title and I know when to lay it aside. I know when to be vulnerable. And I think it's the most peace, isn't it, Frida? You have so much peace when you can walk in that confidence. Oh, peace that surpasses understanding for sure. Because, you know, that's the whole, I think that's one of the devil's tactics is to keep us out of peace, you know, out of mm. God's perfect will for us. But like you said, when we know, who God created us to be. And when we just stay planted in that, then others will be drawn to the Jesus in us. And so it's just a gift and a blessing to be used by him in, in whatever way that is. And so just having that confidence. And like you said, knowing when to use, you know, something that you carry, when to use that mantle. And then also when to try to, you know, uh, spur those gifts and others. That's just a blessing from God that he, he trusts us enough and honors us enough to be able to do that. Amen. That's so good. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this time. And thank you, Frida, for being my guest again. Yes, I've loved it. I look forward to coming back again. I always love to come on and share with you guys. And I just thank you for the opportunity. And, of course, uh, Frida, um, you know, if you want to get in contact with her through the university, you may have questions on our degree programs. You can look her up and she will uh, be able to talk to you through Columbia Southern University or Waldorf University. And um, right. also want to leave you with if you want some more information on leadership, spiritual leadership, you can go to ChantelCooley.com. And you can also go to uh, ChristianInternational.com and look for the Culture Influencer page where we are having a lot of videos and content there for those who are over, the, you know, different mountains. You influence different areas. So don't forget to check that out. All right, Frida, thank you again. And, all right. Thank you so much. And we will see you all next time. Bye, everybody. For more information on Christian International, visit ChristianInternational.com.